0: And welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one experienced page of Talmud every day. And what a duo of pages we have today, a dynamic duo, Yoma 12 and 13. And they kick things off with this kind of grand, big statement. They say, ladies and gentlemen, there are things in life only experience could teach you. Have a listen. The replacement high priest, should you need a replacement high priest, need not undergo any preliminary initiation. His very performance of the Yom Kippur service, which is valid only if performed by the high priest, initiates him as, well, acting high priest. As proof, the Gemara states, wasn't it taught in a Baraita with regard to all the sacred vessels that Moses made? Their anointment with oil consecrates them. From that point forward, in the generations after Moses, new vessels did not require anointments to be consecrated. Rather, their use in temple service initiates them and renders them fit for use. Here, too, with regard to the high priest, his service initiates him. There are things in life, the Talmud tells us, that you just can't study for. You just can't theorize or prepare for in any way except for doing them. And it gives me great pleasure to talk about this very true and very moving observation with the great rabbi dan ross straight out of central synagogue in new york hello rabbi
1: ross how you doing thanks for having me
0: it's our pleasure and you know we don't have high priests anymore sadly but we do have rabbis the next best thing we could get and i want to know this is a bit about learning from experience about only really becoming something once you perform the duties you're supposed to perform. Does that resonate
1: with you? It could not resonate with me more. You know, I'll just speak to my rabbinic education and you know, I didn't become a rabbi in my Bible class or my Talmud class or my Halakha class or any of my history classes. You know, I really became a rabbi through my field work and through the opportunities that I had to serve communities in a rabbinic capacity. So I just want to share like a couple of quick stories. One is about my first student pulpit, which was in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, with a very small but mighty and strong and passionate Jewish community. And so I would go out there once a month. I went out there once a month for two years to spend Shabbat with them. And I'll never forget my very first Shabbat. After I had finished leading services, I'd given my first sermon from their pulpit. I came into the kiddush after services and. The president of the congregation called me over and said, The rabbi is going to come over and make Kiddush now. And it was the first time that someone had called me rabbi in that <laughs> way in, in the <laughs> service. so <laughs> oh, he means it. me. And I was like, What <laughs> is going on? Who are you talking to? The rabbi? Who's the rabbi here? That was just like such a jolting moment. And I have to express such gratitude to that community that really takes pride. You know, like you mentioned, like the replacement high priest and the initiated. This is a community that gets a different student rabbi every single year, basically. They take very seriously this obligation that they feel like they have to the Jewish world to train these rabbis. You know, this is a community that in their ideal world would have a full time rabbi, somebody who's there to serve them. And, and they, they aren't able to have that. And so instead, what they do is they have this slew of replacement rabbis year after year after year who they really trained to send out to the Jewish world. And I'm so grateful to them that I I had the chance to serve them in that way. That's one story that I wanted to share. The other I'll just share is the, the moment that I really felt like I became a rabbi, which in addition to serving this student pulpit in Williamsport, I was also a rabbinic intern at Columbia Barnard Hillel. I think it was Thanksgiving weekend. I got an email from one of the students who I worked with who said, you know, my grandma just died, and I'd really like you to do the funeral. And I'm thinking, I'm in Hillel, like, I don't do funerals, (laughs) what is going on here? And I remember talking to my mentor about it, and Rabbi Yona Hain at Columbia Barnard, and he said, well, you absolutely, you know, have to do this funeral. And I was very honored to be asked to do it. And I remember telling the family when I did the conversation prior to the funeral, you know, this is going to be my very first funeral. And they said, well, that would have meant so much to my grandmother, to my mom, because she always liked giving people the opportunity to do their first surgery or their first, like, you know, I, you know, I don't know. And so I remember reaching out to a few mentors to try and put together the service. You know, they talked to you about it in rabbinical school, but, you know, actually doing it's a completely different story. And I remember when I got up at that funeral home, just feeling like, wow, I'm here, I'm a rabbi. God forbid a hillal rabbi has to do, and now, now I do them all the time at Central, but a Hillal rabbi has to do a funeral. But to you know, have the chance to, to serve a family and a student that way was was really a moment where I felt like uh, for life, I, I donned the kippa, I donned the Talid I donned the cloak, whatever whatever phrase, you know, I put on the, the priestly vestments, whatever phrase you want to use to describe it, that's the moment I really felt like I became a rabbi.
0: The Talmud has a good point. Some things in life, some moments are only revealed with experience. Rabbi Dan Ross, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you. Such a pleasure to be with you. This is has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sara Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia.